0: I thought the scariest part of The Shining was the font. It's Flicks in That with Steve Newell. Welcome, Steve Newell. G'day, g'day. How, How you going? going? Busy at work? Busy at here work. behind the scenes. Busy at work. I'm feeling a little bit sorry for that old John Wick. It seems like John oh. Wick can't go anywhere without leaving a big trail of bodies <laughs> behind him. Well, people just want to get him, right? That's, they just that's want to get get him. Thing. um yeah, thing. So Do you know how his body count compares to some other action heroes? He I, d- I don't have there? a comparison to hand, but in the f- in the first three films to date, he's killed allegedly killed 299 people. Whoa. That's a lot. So, it's, a lot yeah, so we'll Whoa. click over to a, to a big score, a big triple century um, early mm. on in John Wick chapter four, mm. which is the first thing I'll talk about today. This is in okay. cinemas tomorrow, um, picks up very much where John Wick 3 left off, and he wait, wastes heaps of dudes. Mm-hmm. Heaps of dudes get wasted, John Wick. Chapter four. Uh, (laughs) What differentiates this from other films in the series is it's possibly excessively long. It's two hours and 49 minutes long. There are some spectacular action set pieces. I don't think they squander that time. like They use it to do good stuff. But um, it's definitely one to be aware of before you head along that um, you'll need to kind of schedule a wee and stuff, probably. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You reckon you could fit a nap in there? Or will you miss out on it? No, it's too intense, too Uh. loud, too... uh, too showy, right. um, and there's a great um, there's some great new cast joining for this one. Obviously, some returning faces like the um, sadly departed Lance Reddick is back, mm. um, but new dudes are Johnny Yen, Bill Skarsgård, Hideyuki Sanada, Shamir Anderson, and the great director video action star Scott Adkins are there, and also pop star Rena Sawayama. Mm. Yeah, it's good. I like I liked it. It is very long. It is a bit of a struggle, but. Um, you know, if you're if you're still on board the John Wick train at this point, you're going to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. It's a pr- bit of a no-brainer, really. There you go. However, if your uh, tastes and a good time at the movies extend to something a little bit less gun happy, maybe a bit shorter, and, and possibly a bit local, um, I can't recommend enough the Marfana energy and Tongan Extraness of Red, White and Brass, which opens tomorrow. This is a local film about Tongan New Zealanders uh, in Wellington who miss out on tickets to see uh, their Mighty rugby team play France in the 2011 Rugby World Cup. Yeah, Um a so hatch plan. Former brass band con their way into the game. Now <laughs> it's a very, uh, it's a very stop me if you've heard this one before type setup. It's based on a true story, so it's kind of got some legs to it. Wow! Right. But what I really enjoyed about the film is there's a real naturalness to the to the humorous so it's a very unforced New Zealand comedy it's mm. not it's not awkward it's not overreaching it's a, this is the definition of a crowd pleasing movie mm-hmm. um, and yeah I can' I can't recommend this highly enough. I, I loved it I had such a good time um, and now I just want to watch it with with more people There are about 20 people on the screening the advanced screening I saw it and I, I want to watch this with a full cinema because it will be mega okay. So that's Red, White, and Brass. Both those films are in cinemas from tomorrow. And um, well, look, since I raced through those so quickly, can uh, should I, it, play, should can I play just say, can I ask oh, a question on, on <laughs> Red, White, and Brass? Can I s- ask a question if it's not going to spoil mm. Red, White, and Brass? News. But in real life, did they actually get away with it? I mean, would it be much of a true story if they failed? Oh wow! Goodness me. Mm. Um, I okay. did it next Wednesday, I'm not going to yes. be here, so I wanted have the opportunity to uh, to plug this uh, unique New Zealand screening. Um, earlier this year, I was watching a show from the U.S. that uh, a friend was sharing with me called Paul T. Goldman. This is a six-part <laughs> uh, series. It's about a guy who had a short-lived bad marriage, wrote a book about it, turned it into a screenplay, and then tried to star in it. For over 10 years, director Jason Walliner has been trying to bring this to the screen. Mm. Um, Walliner directed the Borat sequel, he directed a bunch of Nathan For You. Um, And when we started chatting on Twitter a few weeks ago, Twitter's not all bad, sometimes this happens, um, suddenly he's given me permission to show the season in its entirety at Hollywood Avondale next Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. So we're going to marathon Paul T. Goldman. Um, kicks off at 6.30pm at Hollywood Avondale next Wednesday, and uh, it'll be followed by a Zoom Q&A with Jason Walliner and David Ferrier. Wow Sorry, the, um, this is going to be a really really good night. What's the runtime on that for like six episodes? Oh so like 3 to 4 hours. It's a long right. it's a long haul but this yep. is the only way that I could do it and I couldn't resist. Like this is the show needs to be seen and uh, again it'd be great to see it with a bunch of other people. Some of the feedback on it so far Nathan Field has described it as a spectacular television experience and ins- an insane story told in an, in an insane way. Um, and Nathan Fielder said that yeah yeah so that's, there you go that's it kind of sets, sets right? the bar pretty high yeah. um, Ferry is involved because he loves the show as well um, Paul shear is a big fan so yeah for one night only let's uh let's go hang out with Paul T Goldman okay this very very unusual fellow um, as the show goes goes through its six episodes I kept thinking I knew what was going on and every episode it just changed direction it's it's part it's part adapting his screenplay, so making him... He acts opposite actual actors. This man is no, <laughs> in no way an actor. Uh, then part of it is documenting the making of his, uh, his story being filmed. And then there's sort of an element sort of pushing back on whether he's quite, the, you know, quite as credible as he makes himself out yes. to be. So it's a bit of a mystery, a bit of a true crime doco, and also kind of an uh, anxious comedy as well. Come see Paul T. Goldman with us next week. It um, sounds like The Room almost. Yeah, I think that maybe 10 years ago they might have thought that The Room was what this would be, um, like putting this guy on screen, yeah, I mean, mm. filming his story. Mm. Comedy, uh, art, film, TV, it's all evolved a bit since then. I think like um, taking the mickey out of someone doesn't really fly on its own. It has mm. to be a deeper purpose, mm-hmm. and uh, Wallin have found that deeper purpose on the show. It's um, nice. something really special. Excellent. So yeah, I'm it's, it's to Hollywood it. next Wednesday. Set aside will, uh, six p.m. to one. It uh, starts at six thirty p.m. You'll be out. We'll be out by midnight. We're we'll going to be on away home by midnight with yeah. the Q and A. Yep. Okay. All right. Shot Steve. Hey, thank you very much for coming in. The no same worries. F- um, see you soon. Bye. Real orchards use star wipes. That was Flicks and that on ninety five BFM.